Society, Culture and Class in America, live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, the author, the subject of two documentaries, the educator, the the wife, the mother, the dancer, the so many things, of course, radio show host. Uh, you could hear her on 124 different outlets and growing, and you'll be, soon be able to see the documentary on uh, on other places, on TV, other than uh, MelissaIteldurin.com, where you should go anyway. Frank McKay here. Melissa, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, hold, you know, I'm just holding up and in spite of the circumstances. I mean, could be, I wish they were happier ones. Yeah, and what you're talking about is, is the Ukraine and yeah. what's going on with, uh, with Putin, uh, Adolf Putin uh, over there. <laughs> you know, it's, honestly, what a, what a set of circumstances we are finding ourselves in, and it's, uh, and it's simply it, it's, it's due to this one man. Putin and let me just say right I know you know like it's and I said it myself on this show you know you can't you can't go uh you you can't go comparing anybody to Hitler because Hitler you know genocide and all that but Hitler started out right uh, invading like, mm-hmm. Poland and then you know Czechoslovakia and uh, mm-hmm. he uh you know he he started and nobody stopped him and he kept going and at by the time he uh, he kept going, he was too powerful to stop. Um, just give us a give us your take on what what you view Putin as. Well, Putin, uh, I feel taking a page out of the Adolf Hitler playbook um, by doing um, exactly what Hitler did, claiming that there are nationals. Uh, in in the disputed territories and saying that these people uh, and this territory actually belong to the mother country. And uh, he's doing this with Ukraine. And we we know from history that uh, Hitler claimed that there were national Germans in the Sudetenland, and so thus he came in and, and he annexed that, and then you know then he uh, then he he went into um, uh, uh, into Poland in 1939. He, he went into Austria, and then he just, you know, he kept going, you know, and nothing to stop him. And the, at that time, uh, Neville Chamberlain, uh, the British Prime Minister before Churchill, you know, wanted to have peace in our time and went there and said, I've spoken to Mr. Hitler. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've spoken to Mr. Hitler, and here is peace in our time. Here's a piece of paper he signed. He will not do it anymore. I've prevented war. Oh, congratulate me. <laughs> well, that was that was the stupidest thing. Oh, my God. And, of course, we know what happened then. And then um, Churchill got into power, and he well, he knew all along what this was all about. And, and you know, he wasn't going to let Hitler continue to, you know, laugh all the way to the bank. But, of course, we were plunged into, uh, well, not right away, but Europe was in World War II. Uh, eventually, we were taken in, and, and, and FDR was secretly helping out Britain. And, and Churchill told, told FDR, you know, during the Lend-Lease, uh, you know, we, it, one of these days you're going to be drawn into this too. So don't, you know, and 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 don't let the isolationists in Congress tell you that you've got two oceans to protect you. And uh, we were, we were after 1941. 
also um, here, uh, it, this is a, it, it, it's a similar situation, but a more dangerous uh, world. We, we're, we're, we're dealing with the biggest nuclear power uh, on the face of the planet. Now, he has more weapons than we do. We don't have tactical nukes. Uh, we don't. We, we just don't have them. We don't have this the Star Wars system that that President Reagan wanted to have as a shield. His Congress wouldn't go along with that. And um, China, his uh, his uh, Putin's new friend, and, uh, and actually they're not the best of buddies. It's an odd couple situation. They they're drawn closer because we're pushing them somehow. I mean, Putin sees he's got an, an advantage here. He's got a weak president. We've got a, a, a turmoil in this country. I mean, they, all they've been fighting over, you know, for the last couple of years is, um, you know, the, we've had the George Floyd situation. We've had the left versus the right. We've had division everywhere. Um, we have critical race theory. I mean, we're fighting, to, you know, tooth and nail over things like that. We just are look terrible. I mean, we are not the superpower anymore. And I've said this before on this show that one of these days we're going to end up in the toilet and China's going to be the, the number one power. Russia, who doesn't really have much of an economy, is going to tag along. And, 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 and Putin, who's nearing 70, I hear his birthday's coming up, um, is going to solidify his legacy by doing this. And uh, people are, are, are understandably upset, panicked. Because the prospect of this getting going further, meaning uh, Putin impinging on the uh, on the Baltic states, which are part of NATO, you know, like uh, Latvia, Estonia, and then probably moving even further, like Hitler tried to do, uh, it could draw us in because we were automatically, you know, obligated under NATO rules to defend our NATO members. Uh, and 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 how and he's not going to you know he could he could throw a couple of tactical nukes and just annihilate an army right then and there and then who knows how far this this insanity could go I mean um, I I'm not sleeping that well any I never do but I'm now I'm not sleeping now I'm worrying I'm always checking uh, if I happen to be up I'm I'm listening all the time I want to I'm. I worry. If I hear people talking, okay, good, no air raid sirens, no uh, civil defense, uh, you know, that bongs that tell us, oh, um, please take shelter and <laughs> go to the basement of your house, get away. <laughs> yeah, like, or, or stand in the, if you're not in a shelter, stand near a building or whatever. So, um, yeah, this is, the, we're, this is, uh, it's unbelievable. And, and I just hope that, um, something something stops this from getting any worse and the the, the thing that i and many people many many strategists and people written books and call themselves experts say is the is the 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 instigating factor is that putin feels that nato is 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 is, is circling him somehow they wanted to make, put ukraine into into nato and ukraine is, is a an illegitimate state it really belongs to the russians and there were russian people there and he has uh putin feels he's he's, he's just he has no uh he, he's he's being boxed in and it's in some ways it's 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 not an entirely far-fetched thing he does he feels that way but I think our actions over the past 25, 30 years may have contributed to this. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question about it. And um, you mentioned having a, a weak president. 
and you know he looks unbelievably weak and uh, his actions prior to the invasion looked terrible i mean he um, he, he said he wasn't going to do anything about it, and, and you know, hey, if you're not going to do anything about it, we'll take care of it. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, MelissaItellJuran.com is where everyone should go and uh, watch the documentaries, and then soon you'll be able to see them on the Roku channel, I believe Amazon Fire, uh, a bunch of uh, other other places, and um, and again, well, we'll we'll give you the official when it's up and uh, running and uh, uh, on there, and you'll. Uh, get to watch them on TV, which is nice. Uh, Frank McKay here with author and radio show host Melissa Iteld Joran. Melissa, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a couple of things that that really stand out in what you're saying. First of all, the losing sleep part. I, I mean, I'm doing the same thing, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, am I crazy? <laughs> I'm, why am I obsessing on 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 the Ukraine? And maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, is he the first European leader? to invade well another european country since hitler i mean you know russia you know went into mm-hmm. afghanistan and that's not that's not right. european uh, it's right. i haven't heard the stat but uh, who was the last european leader or the last leader of a european country to invade another european country oh the last european uh was it hitler it's, well, it, it, uh, I may be wrong. I thought it was Hitler. Yeah. Everybody says this is shades of 1939. Yeah, I mean, when was the, this is why it's shocking, and this is why it's disturbing to us. Um, it's because it's a, a, it's a major power invading a, a small power the, the same way. And by the way, he's not the same—he's uh, probably more powerful than Germany was when Hitler started invading. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, uh, Hitler yeah. didn't have nuclear annihilation skills. Oh, no, we didn't have that. No, capacity. we didn't have that. I mean, nobody had that. I mean, he. No, uh, no. Vladimir Putin um, is uh, is right now is is so close to being the devil on earth. I mean, he, he could uh, he could annihilate countries, and uh, you know what what happens? I mean, what what do we do to stop him? And and China, you you know, again. China and Putin is more of a shotgun marriage than it is a love match, but um, they will certainly they will certainly uh, uh, band together. I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be there together. And and how does this not turn into World War Three if that happens? Yeah, well, if, we hope it does, and we hope that that come that 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 sane minds prevail. But I I don't know. I mean, Biden keeps talking about sanctions. And, and greater sanctions and more severe sanctions. And, and then he said, I'm not, sh- not sure, you know, sanctions are going to work or not. It takes time for sanctions to work. Well, yeah, but maybe if we didn't have in, any in energy independence on that region, we wouldn't, wouldn't have to, you know, we wouldn't be in this situation. No, no exactly. I mean, that's, I, you know, that's what's got to come out of this. If anything positive is going to come out of this, it's maybe our... Uh, insistence, our insistence on uh, getting out of uh, getting out of uh, under the thumb of people who who sell us oil and uh, and become independent. And, you know, look, electric cars, uh, you know, different things, alternative fuel sources, which I know they have. Uh, we've just mm-hmm. been you know, we've been so concentrative on the 
uh, on the uh, fuel industry and on the oil industry, and it's become such a big part of the world economy that we're afraid to do anything else. You know, Vladimir Putin, and again, Melissa, I tell Joran.com, everyone, go there and check out the documentaries, but um, she's, uh, you know, she's taken aback by this whole thing. I am, and I think anyone who who is reasonably um, uh, coherent to what's going on would be concerned about what's going on in in the Ukraine right now. It's it, it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable situation, and it's the first in a long time. And something tells me uh, he has no fear of of Joe Biden whatsoever. I mean, oh, no. Joe Biden knows that if he if he does the wrong, he's in a, an impossible situation. Almost Biden. I don't know what he does. He, Putin doesn't no, respect no. him, uh, and no. he's not going to scare him with sanctions, and he's not going to uh, do whatever whatever sanctions. Whatever Putin loses in the sanctions, he's just going to gain by invading another, exactly. you know, another country, right? I mean, he's exactly. just gonna do, who's going to stop him? What's, he doesn't care. He how doesn't does this care. Play he has, well, he's got forty billion dollars, reportedly, and uh, he doesn't care that it will, the, the sanctions could affect the people. He's not worried about that. He, yes, as you said, he'll make up the difference. He doesn't care how it affects people's lives. He doesn't care how he's terrorizing innocent Ukrainian everyday people's lives. And we at home, we're going to pay for it at the pump if we haven't already. Uh, we're going to we're already facing inflation. We have uh, mostly bare store shelves. Um, food staples and other things are, are scarce. Uh, we've got a supply side problem. Oh, forget about COVID. COVID. Nobody's going to talk about COVID. COVID is going to go to the. I think we're going to start to forget about COVID. You know, that's that's going to go to the wayside. And and it's now talking about re, um, relaxing the mask um, restrictions. So forget about COVID. COVID's not going to be a big story anymore. I mean, it, it's yeah. war. For the first time, we're on the uh, on on the front pages. Uh, war is on the front pages, and I just don't know. I don't know what's uh, what's going to go on. But I was just speaking to my wife this morning, and she said that our our kids and and uh, our youngest kids, let's say uh, eighteen or twenty year old, uh, where they're mm -hmm. hearing about this, where they're hearing mm -hmm. about all of this is on TikTok and on mm -hmm. uh, Instagram and places like that and what they're what they're hearing and who they're hearing it from are people that are in the ukraine other people their age that are saying if you could hear ah and the bombs going off in the back and again i don't want to make light of it but that's where they're getting it they're getting a much mm -hmm. different uh take on on this and we got even on the gulf war we we found out about the gulf war through cnn and we right you know we saw it and I, I thought the coverage at the time was uh, was excellent. I was obsessed with the Gulf War when it came, and I was wondering what was going to happen next and how long it was going to go and Saddam Hussein's uh, um, Republican Guard and, you know, the anti-Semitism that, uh, that he had, and he was shooting scuds at Israel. The discipline that Israel showed at that time when they wanted to annihilate, and they could have annihilated Iraq, uh, with you know, with with their, with their own army, um, but they held back, and I watched that war like it was, you know, you know, the future OJ trial. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm, I watched mm -hmm. that with anticipation, and obviously it was a great mm -hmm. uh, end result. We stopped it. Uh, Bush, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush uh, showed great leadership during that war. I mean, absolute great leadership. 
And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm wondering what president would I want in charge right now um, if I could pick one from recent history. And some people might say Ronald Reagan. Well, we didn't see him really in that capacity. He was tough and he and people were afraid to go to war with him. And and, you know, he looked like a strong leader. I mean, Clinton, you know, you worry about the scandals and Obama. You don't know. He's never had the, um, uh, you know, the, the situations there. But quite frankly, if I had to pick a president right now um, to to be mm-hmm. there, it, it would be George Herbert Walker Bush, who, of course, passed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. He's the only modern president that we've seen really in action um, in an actual war. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I think that's, that, that might be true. Um, and, and everybody was rallying around him. And, and well, then, he, well, of course, don't forget his son came back to try to, to outdo what his father did. Avenge him. You know, yep. yes. <laughs> you know, in the, in the 2000s. Yeah, and I don't know. Listen, I, I mean, he he started the uh, Afghan uh, Afghan war and, uh, and got into that. I don't, you know, in retrospect, I mean, that's a disaster. And you know, I know Biden's going to take uh, the hit for uh, how he pulled out of that. But I mean, uh, Trump, Biden, Obama, uh, and uh, and and Bush too. Um, w. Mm-hmm. Bush, um, uh, you know, couldn't mm-hmm. uh, couldn't mm-hmm. anything look good in uh, in Afghanistan. It was a disaster. Yeah. The, the Afghan yeah. war. And yet, when you think about it, and, and the poor people over there that now are under the, the guise probably of, of some terrible uh, people, we'll see what's happening. Nobody's talking about that. But right now, um, I, Vladimir Putin is looking at America and saying they're not going to do anything. He can't do it. I can't disagree with him. I don't think Biden is going to do anything. I don't think he can. I don't know what he can do. His, his hands are tied. I mean, I think if this had been a different administration, different people in the administration, in the State Department, perhaps something could have been some kind of shuttle diplomacy might have might have worked. I was, I'm, when I'm not, I'm not Henry Kissinger's too old, but you need a Henry Kissinger type. You need someone who's very savvy with uh, with the the workings of, of of the State Department and 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 the uh, this this sphere of influence. Uh, maybe a Leon Panetta, for example, who was the former CIA director, very experienced in this kind of thing, somebody like that, and, and to go back and forth, rather than Blinken and then the, secre- the Secretary of Defense. I don't think these guys can hand- are able to handle this. I don't think they get the respect that they need, or, this, or the National Security Advisor. So I think uh, the the team itself is just they're dead in the water, you know, before they even they even start. I mean, yeah, Putin is is not take is not afraid of Joe Biden. Let's face it, he's taking advantage of a a very weakened country with a, you know, a, a, an elderly president whose only purpose was to you know get in the race, come out of the basement, and make sure Trump got defeated. So, uh, and, and, and the people he has, uh, I don't think, are, are with, with their fancy degrees from Harvard, Yale, Stanford, and whatnot, I don't think they're, they've got, the, uh, they've got the, 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 the force to do the job that needs to be done. No, they, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I, I, I don't see a happy ending uh, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, how far does Putin go? And um, you know he's he's got he, he sees the Soviet Union uh, as a uh, um, 
as a goal, probably, it, it, you know, Russia's going to expand. He, he would love to get those countries back that they lost. And, yeah, Putin, I mean, I don't know. Did you see this coming uh, at any time? Because I'll tell you what, and, and a lot of people are saying, oh, Trump would do this or Trump would do that. Trump mm-hmm. looked terrible in his, President Trump looked terrible in his meetings with Putin. If you remember, the summit with Putin, he did not look good. And and the question is, if Putin turns into this, uh, and, and again, I'm not saying the genocide, I'm not saying the, uh, you know, the anti-Semitism, but if he turns into Hitler as far mm-hmm. as a, a ground game, as far as a, um, a, a commander-in-chief um, type where he's, uh, where he's already doing it, he's invading other countries, if, uh, if he does that on a large scale, is Trump mm-hmm. going to look terrible in the uh, in, in those conversations that he had with him? Will he look like Chamberlain? Well, I think it's a different thing, and other people are already saying that the reason Trump was able to have a, to, to have a, an understanding with Putin was that he he made deals with him, and he he may have let some things slide. Right. Um, but you know, but don't don't forget that in Putin's. Uh, what was it a 20 was it a 20 page speech or something or or was that you know he made this big long speech it was it's about the, the length of a book and he was talking about um his frustration with with the russian uh the russian reputation after the end of the cold war in 1989 and saying that russia looked terrible and that the the the, the leaders of the past leaders going back to the bolsheviks um they sowed the seeds of all these problems and then then he started talking about um he wanted to be in nato with and president clinton wouldn't let him i mean this, this is all like a, la- a laundry list of grievances and he sounded like Hitler on versailles on the versailles treaty Right, right, exactly. That's what that, that's what that, that that Versailles Treaty of Versailles, which was so which was so severe for for Germany. That's what gave rise to Hitler. Right. Because Hitler came in and said, "Well, this is you know we don't have to deal with this. We know whose fault it is. It's the Jews. The Jews, the horrible race, uh, Whoopi Goldberg race." <laughs> and by the way, Malcolm X had the same thoughts as Whoopi Goldberg. I went back and I did some research. She must be she must be a student of Malcolm X. Uh, another one who who hated Jews and 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 called them deplorables and and and, and even sided with the KKK and going after them. I, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Like Farrakhan uh, has the has yes, the same Farrakhan. View. You know, if, yes. And I'm not comparing Whoopi to, to Farrakhan, but Whoopi no, but Goldberg's views on uh, they, on, on Jews and minimizing them. Uh, you know, it, uh, Farrakhan would would echo and say, "Right on, Whoopi." Right. She sounds just like them. She is the same ignorant, um, anti-Semitic, small-minded worldview. These people forget that back in the—I know we're going off topic. These yeah. people forget that 55, 60 years ago, Jewish leaders, rabbis, Jewish college students came to help the civil rights movement, some of whom lost their lives. They forget these things because maybe they just are they're not well-read enough to, to remember, to even know that. And they're too pig-headed and narrow-minded and stupid uh, to, to, to understand the bigger picture. But that's another. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right on. I, 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 I think Whoopi Goldberg's getting off very easy on, on everything, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, you know, my God, if if, uh, if if that was said about any other group, um, mm-hmm. you'd never hear Whoopi Goldberg's name mentioned in, in mainstream media. Right. Um, you know, not in any positive light. Anyway, Frank McKay oh. here, Melissa Uh Yeah, you were going to say, you were going to jump in. 
Yes, um, so um, Putin made that whole laundry list of grievances, including blaming President Clinton for not letting him into NATO. He wanted to be in NATO, and President Clinton said no. I mean, the whole it was it was like a history book, or it was his treatise on why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, well, let's we'll say uh, it's you know it sounded to me I, you know when when he did that it sounded to me like Hitler talking about. Uh, like Hitler talking about the the Treaty of Versailles, which, by the way, is what created it ended World War One and it created World War Two, uh, and and the uh, and what is it, fifty million people that ended up losing their lives uh, was really I, I tell you a a product in, in a big mm-hmm. big way of the Treaty of Versailles, and uh, and it was ter- right. uh, terrible. It was terrible the world document. that World War One should never have happened anyway. Right. It's you know I, I'm with you on that a hundred percent. You know the Archduke. Ferdinand, and, uh, yeah. and and it just spirals out of control from there. That's just everybody losing their uh, losing their heads and uh, right. and poor, poor leadership. Actually, I mean, it, yes, yes, and it was, and it happened, and also the strangest way. But there's one thing that one thing that 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 Putin said, and just, just I think it was just before the um, the, the invasion began. He said. Um, he issued a statement saying that when we're going in, this is our this is illegitimate territory that belong, rightfully belongs to us. And if anyone in the West, anyone, wants to step in our way, there will be consequences far greater than imagined. And I'm just I'm just paraphrasing what he said, yeah. but you know what that means. Read between yeah. the lines. You know, he's he's saying you know you, you step in. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to hesitate. We'll do it. So you know, don't don't try us. You know, while we've been watching. Uh, Sun Young Kim and uh, and um, and Iran and which we should be watching. Oh, oh, Iran! That's another one. Yeah. Iran is going to. They're going. They're this, they're all part of this. It's a threesome. A threesome. It's a triumvirate from yeah. the Roman era. Um, they're part of this too. I don't mean to interrupt, but they are. They're 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 going to get the green light. They've got nuclear weapons. I mean, who are they fooling? They have weapons, and their their target is Israel. And if Israel finds out, Israel is it's no holds bar with Israel. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no question. Uh, uh, let me just tell you, it is it is shaping up to be, and I'm not an alarmist, but this is mm-hmm. shaping up to be one wrong step into into World War Three. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, uh, Albert Einstein. Was asked uh, about what type of uh, weapons would be used in World War Three. He said, uh, "Well, yeah. I, I I'm not sure, but uh, I can uh, tell you this: the weapons for World War Four will be sticks and stones, yeah, or something <laughs> long clubs and yes. stones, or something like that." Yes, exactly. Amazing. Exactly. Well, look, I, what do we what do we have to look forward to next? What is the next move if this is a big chess game? Um, Putin's going to do whatever he wants. He's going to annex. This is uh, Kuwait all over again. This is, uh, you know, him taking it on. You mentioned $40 billion, um, Putin's net worth. God knows what his net worth is is now. And once he takes over the Ukraine and gets all of the riches, uh, whatever riches there are in the Ukraine, which, let's face it, every country has <laughs> their resources. Ukraine have their resources. Um, uh, he's He's on his way to being the richest man in the world. And the same thing with Saddam Hussein. If Saddam Hussein had the refineries of of um, uh, of Iraq, but you know, poor oil fields, took over the rich oil fields of Kuwait. If Bush, uh, or Herbert Walker Bush, didn't 
stop him um, in Kuwait, he would have went right on to Saudi Arabia and he would have been the richest man in the history of the world with the Saudi Arabian fields and uh, Kuwait fields and, and what he started off with at Iraq. And, and he would be, you know, he would be a king. I mean, uh, king of, of, of the Mideast, basically, if he wasn't stopped at Kuwait. And you may make the same argument about Putin here. And is he on his way to being the richest man in the history of the world? Putin? Oh. If, if he reportedly has $40 billion right. of money that he probably stole, um, obtained, obviously, illegally through murder, mayhem, God knows what. <laughs> well, yeah, here we go. But what do you think is the next move? What do you think happens from here? What is NATO's move? Uh, that's well. They, as, as as the White House has, has announced, uh, the president has been um, he has been in touch with with, with uh, everybody who's on you know our, all our allies. The Secretary of Defense um, Lloyd um, Austin yep. has been in touch with everybody in, on the NATO side, on the military side. Uh, I know that um, up until last week. Lincoln was doing his version of shuttle diplomacy to no avail. And um, Putin called, uh, Putin, uh, well, Volensky, the beleaguered uh, head of, the, of, of, of Ukraine, tried to call Putin. Putin uh, I, I don't know if anybody answered. He was probably put on hold and then they hung up on him. I mean, it's <laughs> terrible. Oh, this is Volensky. I might need to speak to Putin. Uh, just a minute. <laughs> Oh, I'll put you on hold. They play elevator music, whatever. <laughs> he's Press waiting. He's waiting. Um, yes, and then there's yeah, and there's probably saying there. Um, Please hold on. Your call is very important to us. The president will be with you shortly. Uh, hello, President Putin. Uh, he, he's, he's, he can't talk to you right now. Um, uh, he'll call you back. Bye. <laughs> he'll call you back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to make light of it. Oh, I have a new idea in case we do survive this. I think Broadway needs to have a new play. Um, I'd love to write it. Uh, well, it's going to be called um, Driving Mr. Putin. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, it's about an American who defected to the, to the Soviet Union years ago, and he winds up as Putin's limousine driver. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, listen. You got you got to laugh. We we have control <laughs> over the situation. I mean, how no. do you feel about oh. that? How do you feel no. about the world possibly falling apart, and you have absolutely no control? I mean, this show is our control, right? And this mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. microphone, this conversation that we're having, right? This is mm -hmm. this is the amount of control that you and I have over this is to talk about it and to you know to right. inform people or whatever. But how powerless do you feel in that situation? Well, do we have any control over the regular doings of the government? Nope. That's nope. right. That's a little extreme, right? I know, I know, I know, and it's not fair. I mean, this is the way it is. Uh, God forbid it gets to that point. The, the powers that be will go to their hiding places, and we're going to be left out here hanging. Yep, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, we're... Uh, you know, we're in a terrible situation. Um, it, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your, and I'm not an alarmist, and here I am talking World War Three. on a scale of 1 to 10, what's, what's the reality level 
10 being the highest and in, in, in reality and, and one being the, uh, the lowest, of course. But what's the reality level in, in a scale, on a scale of 1 to 10 of this possibly turning into World War III? Oh, I don't know now. It's a, I don't want to, you know, alarm people, and I don't want to go overboard. I mean, I don't, and I don't have an answer. And I, we, you know, short of having regime change, uh, I think it's it, it's on the back burner. But I don't think it's necessarily going to happen that way. I just think think right now, it, it's. We, we are going to see the aftermath of, of, of the Ukrainian invasion and possibly maybe Putin will, you know, call a ceasefire and talk to somebody. Um, maybe somebody will come out of the shadows of maybe a, a Leon Panetta. Um, Henry Kissinger, as I said, is too old. He's nearing 100. Uh, somebody could step up and, and, say, and try to save the day because, you know, uh, Biden can't. I mean, let's face it. I don't. Know, I don't know if I could make a better impression on Putin if I were up there. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> well, well. Let me just let, let me just say this. It's the people of Russia who mm-hmm. who have the capability of stopping Putin, and it's the people around him. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on how much the sanctions will hurt Russia. And I don't know what the the inner workings of Russia is, you know, looking like right now. I mean, are they are they in a depression? We don't know about it. Are they in a um, are they in a worse uh, economical situation than we even know they are? And they're just covering that up. Um, I'm sure there's censorship uh, beyond belief, right, going on in uh, in Russia. Uh, we're not seeing the reality there. People are afraid to say things. So the the question is, how bad? are the Russian people doing? And if the sanction, sanctions hurt them, and Putin could turn around and say, you know, pound salt, but the Russian people say, no, 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 we need a regime change here. And there's somebody near Putin that has a shot at him. And I mean, you know, you know somebody high up in the Russian government. And if they see this as a disaster, and they say this guy is going to lead us down the road that Hitler led Germany and destroy Germany, um, and in this case destroy Russia ultimately, and we're going to be set back even further. Maybe they take him out. And again, that's that, that's a heavy statement there, but that's that's how this thing probably ends. And mm-hmm. we don't know. I mean, for all we know, everybody's like Vladimir, go get him, Vladdy. You know, it's you're, you're doing the right thing. You're going to make us great again. You're going to make Russia. Uh, the top again, and if that's happening, then there's there's no stopping him. But if he's going against what many people think will be bad for you know uh, you know what many people think is the right way for Russia, they would be there. But that's going to be a conversation for another day. Final thoughts on Vladimir Putin? Well, uh, he's intent on on getting solidifying his legacy, obviously. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you could say that um, uh, Trump were in, uh, Trump was saying the other day, he was actually, Trump was actually um, uh, praising Putin's, uh, his, his tactics as genius. I don't know why he even said that. If he had a different administration, would, that, would things have stopped? Maybe. I don't know. I, I just feel that we're at the worst point in our 
you know, in our history right now. And, um, and, and I've said this before, we are going downhill very fast. And uh, I think this is a cumulative effect of, of foreign policy over the last 25 years. Um, the, the fact that, um, you know, we, we, we just now we just signed off on our own uh, pipeline, number one, uh, and, and um, we don't have a united front. We don't have a, a strong presence in Europe anymore. We, we are outpaced by China, far outpaced by China. We don't have the nuclear weapons, and I know that's it's a horrifying prospect, but it is a, a bargaining chip. It is it is it is leverage against people like that, uh, and the thought of, of possibly having to fight a war on the ground, yeah, that's you know that is chilling. Um, let's just hope that 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 sane minds prevail and that Putin is not deranged. That he's you know he he's just trying to see things if we see things from his perspective which i know is hard maybe we could make sense of this yeah melissa and everyone else out there uh thank you for being here melissa uh, thank you yeah, just, uh, wow. thank you to everyone yes and thank you to everyone for for you know sticking with us and you know we're all in this together no question about it frank mckay signing off You've been listening to Melissa I Tell Juran show. We'll let you know where you could see the documentaries on TV real soon. But in the meanwhile, go see the two documentaries on MelissaITellJuran.com. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on the Melissa I Tell Juran show. been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.